amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. The Twin Flames Universe online community continued attracting more and more paying customers, all seeking a harmonious union with their one true love. With a new CEO and businesses expanding into new realms, the leaders of Twin Flames seem to be unstoppable. But those who were subjected to their teachings found themselves in a situation that was anything but harmonious. This week's episode is Twin Flames Universe Part 2. Fills with dread, probably a murderer who wants you dead. It could be a ghost, a demon, or worse. Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse. It's hopeless, you're doomed. You'd call a priest if you could. You'd rather just listen to who? Sinisterhood. I'm gonna kill you. Here we are again with our two best friends, Jeff and <laughs> Oh man. I I feel like we have to let everyone know up top a huge discovery has been made <laughs> within our Patreon Facebook group. Oh man. And that is one of our beloved patrons was very good friends with Jeff in college. Had no idea this was the path he had chosen. Until hearing our episode and then promptly <laughs> posted in our Patreon Facebook group, oh my gosh, we used to be besties. Here's a bunch of pictures of us doing a bunch of stuff. Like college stuff, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, everyone's like, tell me everything. And she said he was quirky, eccentric, <laughs> but seemed harmless and was real friendly and upbeat and nice and is shocked that this is how it turned out. She says, I remember he moved to Hawaii and sold all of his stuff after college, but like everyone kind of lost touch with him. Yeah. She's what like, a way. But I guess he's been pretty busy over the past decade. Yeah. You're just like, whatever happened to that guy? And you turn on your podcast app and you're like, did you just say Jeff Ion from <sighs> Lapeer, Michigan? Right. Yeah. It's like your buddy from school that you just kind of was like, yeah, that guy was kind of a ding dong, whatever. Nope. He is a full blown. He's a. He's ascended, and we'll get to what he's ascended to. I, I think, uh, you know, you want your friends to do well after you lose touch with them. Uh, depends on your definition of well here. Yeah. Financially, he's done very well. Ethically and morally, I would say he's at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrape the whatever, bottom. Whatever scoring system we're using, he's For at sure. the bottom. Yes, yeah, so and we should uh, – I, I just want to set it up. Last time, I know we had great fun roasting and burning on him. That probably won't stop, but this is where <laughs> – I think we will this these next two episodes we're going to go in uh action by action and get into where there are some harmful behavior certainly and I have a lot of questions. I mean, I'm a lawyer. I should know these things, but I don't know everything all the time. So, I'm going to pose some questions to our esteemed audience and uh I would love input on some of the actions that they're doing and why or why not they may be running afoul of certain statutes, uh federal, state and otherwise. 
Well, I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And let's get into it. December 30th, 2018 was the first in-person gathering held for members of the Twin Flames University and Twin Flames Ascension School, or TFAS. Members gathered in New York City, where many of them met each other in person for the very first time. Jeff and Shalea led daily classes, during which many of the members would be called upon to speak about their relationship issues. When Marley was singled out, she expressed her sadness with not yet having found her twin flame. That evening, a ritual was performed among the group to call in Marley's twin flame. We remember from last time Marley is Keely's sister. Keely has got her sister involved in this. They're, you know, probably a few years apart, but roughly the same age. The videos of this during the docuseries on Netflix and Prime are hard to watch. Yes. Marley yeah. is, is very emotional and she is so young and so it seems sheltered that she, I, her, her lack of knowledge in certain areas was definitely preyed upon. And I think that becomes a question with a lot of folks that are on, on the outside looking in going, how did you get sucked in? But in this case, Marley's older sister invited her to the open forum on Facebook. So it didn't cost any money. So once you get in that, it's just, you know, death by a thousand cuts, right? So once mm -hmm. she's in the class or in the forum, everybody says, oh, you've got to join these classes. So then you're doing classes. And then all of a sudden you find yourself, you know, day before New Year's Eve, sitting with all these people people in a, a loft looking situation while everyone has put their hands on the table and are going to perform a ritual to bring you your true love. And you're like, I joined a Facebook group, but you're so far along. You don't even realize because it all is just normalized among along the way. Mm -hmm. And if your older sister's into it and had success, that speaks volumes. Yeah. As group members laid their hands upon a table, they channeled their energy to deliver the person with whom Marley was supposed to spend forever. After the ceremony, Marley was instructed to keep an eye out over the next few days to see if anyone new appeared in her life. The following day, Jeff called upon Marley again during class, hinting at the fact that she may have already met her twin flame and just not know it. Timidly, 19-year-old Marley confessed to the group that a random guy had recently begun messaging her on Facebook sending her memes and songs. That's the danger of a leader like Jeff going, well, the next person that walks by is probably your twin flame. You know, you just put out something that's so easy that is inevitable to happen that when it does happen, and then she says, oh, a thing that you said ha would happen, which was an everyday occurrence, has occurred. All of a sudden he's like, I, uh, look at me. I am a genius. I am yeah. divine. When a 19-year-old beautiful girl like Marley probably would get messages from strangers, and you can't take that as divine messaging. Now, if you're told, keep an eye out, you're on high alert. Anything new that might happen, you're like, oh, this is it, because you want it to happen, you know, and, yeah. and you're looking for it. It's like if somebody's like, I bet you never see blue cars on the road anymore, and then you go out and you're like, God, I'm seeing them everywhere. It's like mm -hmm. they've always been there. You're just noticing more, them more now because it's – in your conscience to be looking for them. Right, exactly. And sliding doors moment, it just so happens that when he told her this, that's when this person was messaging her. It could have been, you know, a different time and she gets rear-ended by a guy and they exchange numbers and it's like, that was your twin flame that was following too close. Mm-hmm. This man, Joshua, was also a member of the public TFU Facebook group where he had found Marley. Despite barely having any interaction with this person, 
Jeff announced in front of the class that Joshua was Marley's twin flame. Upon hearing this news, Marley began to cry, appearing overwhelmed and confused. And Jeff has her read the song lyrics out loud to the group and is like, see, that's the message of your twin flame. See, see. And the song is very cringe. I didn't even recognize it, but it was way for not having ever met someone. It was way too intense, way too familiar. Like, this is what we've been looking for. We just don't know it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's um, he went in hard and fast and you can tell she had, was already put off by it. And yeah. You know, I mean, this had happened before Jeff, even before the the ritual. So she's kind of forced into saying, well, this thing did happen, but, you know, I hadn't thought much of it. And then it's like, no, that's exactly it. That's your twin flame. You're like, well, uh, he's fucking creepy and his taste in music sucks. So I already have the ick. And now I'm being told he's my twin flame and I got to pursue this. And you're not, you can't say no, essentially. Everyone in the, in the class there is cheering for you because that's what they want. So again, like we talked in the last episode about Keely feeling that pressure of not just your own relationship, but being kind of a model for everyone else that's looking for the same thing. And, you know, you're like, well, I don't want to appear ungrateful that I've been, I've found my twin flame and others haven't. So I'm just going to go with the flow. I mean, that's a good point, too, especially if you're the younger sister of Keely, who has been exalted as she's in harmonious union. She's made it already. That 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 is a little bit of pressure as well. This is Mm -hmm. the social pressure of everybody around you cheering coming down from, you know, Jeff and Shalea saying we are never wrong. Ergo, we are not wrong here. And then also, oh, well, I'm you know, I don't want to embarrass my sister who brought me into this man. It's a tough place behind the scenes. Keely is also upset and yeah, I mean, so everyone is feeling this way, but everyone is too afraid to discuss it or speak it out loud. Desperately looking for a soulmate with whom she connected. Marley was unhappy with this revelation telling Netflix filmmakers that she found the guy creepy. Still, she pursued the relationship at the urging of Jeff and Shalea 11 years older than Marley. Joshua had no job and a criminal record. Having been arrested on drug charges, he was unable to leave the state of Utah to be closer to her, meaning Marley was expected to uproot her life and move to Utah. And this is just a scenario where every fact that comes out about this whole situation makes you shout at this poor young lady going, no, oh, no, 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 no. But to be pushed and told this is something you will pursue because we have declared it so, it's a lot of pressure. How many of us have had some random creep slide into our dms and send us stuff and you're like oh no your gut tells you and by how many of us literally i don't think this has ever happened to me so for everybody else that it's happened to i imagine this is what it's like you don't you don't be checking your message requests on instagram you don't know what's in there true yeah there could be all sorts of things but you immediately are just like oh no like unread like i don't even want anything to do with this And imagine you're forced to connect with that person and not only strike up a dialogue, but move to where they live. And poor sweet Marley's like, well, he told me that he was holding his friend's drugs. Mm -hmm. A likely story. I mean, Mm -hmm. come on. But again, he's 11 years older. She's so young and naive and he's taking advantage of that. She wants to believe that he's a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, that is not the case. 
It's just, yeah, it's hard to watch her try to, you know, in the moment, try to grapple with what's been thrust upon her. Yeah. And now knowing, you know, the outcome of it, it's it's hard to watch. Having questioned the validity of Joshua being her twin flame since Jeff's announcement, Marley was now more certain than ever that she was very unhappy being in a relationship with this person. When asked by Jeff during an online session what Marley was so afraid of, she broke down, saying through sobs, The life he has chosen is really dark. During Netflix's Escaping Twin Flames, it was revealed that Joshua had been diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder, for which he was unmedicated and not receiving therapy. So this is the worst case scenario of the type of person that you're, uh, as a 19-year-old, move across the country to go live with. Oh, she didn't know what she was getting herself into. Yeah, not at all. Dismissing her concerns, Jeff told her, This is an opportunity to uh, prove the validity and the value of this work. Continuing this harmful rhetoric, Jeff then shamed Marley in front of the other Zoom attendees, saying, Her union with Josh, her relationship with Josh, it's not hurting her unless she wants it to. Well, that's what we call victim blaming. Yeah, Yeah. If she's in a relationship with someone that has a severe mental health disorder and he's receiving no treatment for it, the things that are happening to her are not her fault. And to be told that they are and that, well, if you just kind of loved them more, this would go away, is scientifically and psychologically just completely wrong. Like that is not how these things work. Oh, not even close. And we are going to listen to Jeff take step after step after step and wade further and further and further into what starts to sound like mental health counseling. Where you start to say, oh, someone with schizoaffective disorder and you live with them. Here, just love them more. Maybe just don't be so hurt by it. And that's not a a thing for you to say. And Mm -mm. charge people as much as you're charging them for it. No, especially when you have no schooling or training whatsoever in any kind of uh, mental health counseling. No, you or your wife. No, no one does. During another class, Joshua sat next to Marley. His face blurred out in the Netflix docuseries. However, Marley's facial expressions and body language make it clear she is uncomfortable and perhaps scared. When Jeff calls upon the couple for an update, they describe how they have had a hard time connecting. Practically interrupting his students, Jeff abruptly announces that the new couple has achieved harmonious union. Marley told filmmakers the sad truth. It was not harmonious, even for a second. Marley decided to ask Jeff and Shalea about Josh's mental illness and how to heal that because she told Netflix, Obviously nothing I did was working. In one video, Marley cried silently while Jeff placed blame on Marley's shoulders, saying, As far as his mental disorder, if Jeff had a really high, happy, supportive, loving environment that was consistent, he could actually work through this. Jeff later told her, You need to accept that this is what you have to work with. In the video, Marley only nodded, saying, Yeah. As she continued to cry. Later, she told interviewers that she felt deep shame about her relationship, saying, I thought it was a problem with me. Well, you, of course you thought that because Jeff fucking Ion Divine Indorianethos literally told you multiple times it was your fault. Yeah. You need to accept that this is what you have to work with. I don't think anybody ever has to accept that. And if you do choose to accept that, that should be your choice and not some 
asshole with long hair that hasn't been washed in weeks telling you that that's what you need to do. Yeah, and also saying, as far as his mental disorder, if he had a supporting and loving environment, he could work through this. And you, ergo, you are the problem here, Marley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When the problem is he has, it's not his fault, but he should go to an actual expert and not, unfortunately, these people online charge him money. He's doing Joshua a huge disservice as well by mm-hmm. implying like, yeah, you don't need to do anything, bud. No medication, no therapy. You don't Mirror have to it. see a doctor. You just, you know, if she was a better partner, then this wouldn't be happening to you. Again, not how it works. I've had depression and anxiety for as long as I can remember. I've taken medication for decades. If I stopped that, no matter how much Tommy loved me and he loves me more than anything, I am still going to have those problems because I have a chemical imbalance in my brain that requires medication in order to fix. It's not something that someone else's love can fix. Exactly. And also, you know, if you have anything that a proven plan could help fix, like a diagnosed mental disorder, any number of things can be tried, but a partner trying to love you through it is, is impossible. And it's abusive to both people, in my opinion, to tell them that just, just fight through it, just love through it. Oh, yeah. You're telling somebody you just got to love them more when then their darkest moments, violent, acting, scary. And it's one thing if you already loved this person and you already had a strong relationship yeah, and then they years. get diagnosed with something and you're like, well, we're going to work through this together. She had zero interest in this guy. She was told like, no, you, she, from the beginning, she was like, my gut is telling me this is not the guy for me. So it's hard to, you know, find that compassion and that willingness to want to stick this out when like, you don't have a dog in this hunt. You don't even want to be doing this. You know, like you're not into this guy. Not at all. It's a literal rando from your DMs, Mm -hmm. literally. And except for this man bun telling you to go get with him. That's, that's the power though, that you see that these folks have wielded over Mm -hmm. the, uh, the subscribers lives. Sinisterhood will be right back. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Marley called her time with Josh and TFU. The most traumatic time in my life. And still struggles to talk about it. Behind the scenes, it seemed Jeff recognized how harmful Joshua was. A recorded session of a leadership meeting shows Jeff kicked back in a hoodie with his man bun, 
same. We see Joshua and I'd be like, oh no, if if that was my twin flame, we'd be so fucked. We see Marley and she seems completely content with it. Unless they try to do something weird and then he goes, you know, bananas. Christine Emmerich, who holds leadership positions in various twin flame entities and had been coaching Marley, agreed with Jeff, explaining. She calls them episodes. After one of these episodes, during which Josh chased Marley down and the police were called, Jeff prescribed a healing session to work through the trauma from that experience. However, it was not with a licensed counselor or a vetted program. Rather, it was through another one of Jeff's many money-making ventures. But it is, to me, very damning to see footage of Jeff openly admitting that quote unquote, he goes bananas and understanding and Chrissy K, Christine Emmerich understanding that, that Jeff is referring to Joshua's schizoaffective disorder caused episodes. So they, they're donezo as far as trying to claim they didn't know what was going on. Oh, it's uh, the hubris that they even recorded these meetings. It gives so much Linda Good McGillis. It gives such profundity yours. And my dude, Jeff, Shalea, Chrissy K, all your friends, if you're doing stuff similar to Linda Good McGillis from Profundity Years, you're doing your job wrong. What are you doing? What are you doing? You can't argue with actual footage of you saying, oh, yeah, we'd be fucked. But, you know, she seems content. The fuck she does. She's told you multiple times she's scared of this guy. She doesn't have anything in common. She doesn't find him attractive. She doesn't want to be intimate. Like literally none of the boxes you would check to say, I want a relationship with this person. She has checked. And he's by saying like, oh man, we'd be fucked if he was ours. Well, so you get it. You're saying you see why she's, why she's feeling this way and you wouldn't want to deal with it. But you're expecting this 19-year-old girl to. Yeah, pretty much. And a lot of it is, I think, based in, you said, hubris. He declared that that was her twin flame. He declared that they were in harmonious union. His push is, I don't want to look bad. I don't mm-hmm. want to look like an idiot. Therefore, not even Too like late. an idiot. You can, Yeah, right. You can't question my divine authority. And so what? who cares who gets hurt? I want this to work. And so far as it works publicly which is hey you all need to post these pictures where you're pretending to be happy yes lots of texts from shalea and jeff saying you need to post pictures same with keely we need to see pictures of you both online you need to tell us how happy you are they thank us and thank us in every post yeah thanks thanks for ruining my life they had to go to the next in-person gathering that happened like a year later and pretend that everything was fine when it it's not at all No, no. And that's so hard. I mean, I've been in relationships before that were, you know, uh, toxic behind the scenes. And you get a sense of distance between yourself and your loved ones because you aren't really able to be authentic in how unhappy you are. And so, you know, for purposes of covering that up, you sort of continue on going, no, 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 it is happy, which then later on, you've gotten yourself into a real pickle because you're like, well, I can't tell them I want to leave because I've been telling them I've been happy this whole time. Now they're all going to think I'm a liar or I'm crazy or whatever. And just to PSA, if you're in that situation now, nobody thinks that. Get out. It's always better. As soon as you want to get out, just say it. But unfortunately for Marley, uh, being marooned, you know, half the country away from your family and mm-hmm. friends and for the, the only support that you have to be a group that says, do the mirror exercise and then now do this new trauma healing session with 
my new program, it's just going to set you right back on that same path you're on. With people that, again, have zero training in any of this. It's as if we told everyone, hey, guys, if you've had PTSD, just hit us up and we'll give you some advice and, and you'll be fixed in an hour. Full stop. Please don't ever do that. We are not qualified to do that. And in fact, no counselor ever, no therapist would ever say <laughs> no. that has gone to a Harvard PhD is not going to tell you in one hour, I can I can yeah. fix all of your PTSD. That is not how shit like this works. And it's, no. it's wild that he would even put that out there as if that's a possibility wilder that people believe it yeah but when you are that down and that depressed i think you're often willing to believe anything if somebody holds out a you know a hand they're like hey for a thousand bucks you'll never feel like this again and you're that low you're gonna consider it and he knows that Mm -hmm. oh he knows that well you're right it's a copy and paste of twin flames is oh you're so lonely would you pay a million bucks or even a thousand bucks people say yes oh you're so to be with somebody and then the next question is oh you're so depressed would you pay a thousand bucks not to feel that way and that's where map comes in with the success of the tfu coaching business under his belt jeff launched mind alignment process inc An early explanatory paper just shared with Vanity Fair promised that each person gets everything they require to fully heal their PTSD in the one-hour session. By the time an article was published in December of 2020, the language on the website had been changed, though it still boasts that results are immediate and permanent. 100% of clients receiving MAP report a significant decrease in flashbacks following the healing program. And after one year, MAP completely resolved trauma symptoms in over 90% of clients. When reading all of this, I just, all I could think of is I look like that shocked gif where (laughs) the guy is just like, his eyes are batting open and he's like, I'm sorry, what? The, it's, none of this is scientifically proven. I mean, most, and we've covered a lot of cults and high control groups. I don't think we've ever seen someone make such an outrageous claim as this. No, and even Teal Swan, who there was like some online chatter of how similar MAP is to, if you haven't listened to our episodes of Teal Swan, a a similar person who online saying like, oh, we would love to heal everything. And even I don't recall her saying 100% result guaranteed all of that stuff. Um, And this is the time that I would like for our, uh, all listeners, you should already be listening, but particularly attorneys and mental health professionals of whom I know we have many listening to this show, please just get your issue spotting hats on because we are starting to delve into the realm of making claims that my reading of the Michigan statute, which is where they're located in the Virginia statute, which is where Christine Emmerich is located, the services that they are describing on their website to me, as not a mental health professional, but as an attorney, start to sort of match the statute that would be counseling. Both statutes say, you shall not do these things unless you are a licensed counselor. So uh, my question, I'm not saying, oh, these people are breaking the law, but my question is, how are they not? How is this not? Yeah, no, that's a very good question. I would also say, saying that making a claim that 100% you will be cured that's just, you, that's not provable that you can't say that. That's, that's wild. But wait, 
Let me let me let me stop you there because they don't say that. They say 100% of clients receiving MAP report a significant decrease. So they're only using the people that have paid them immediately after they go 50% of the time it works all the time. The yeah. the phrasing on this, "Hey Jeff Ion, I'm not an idiot. I know how to read." Like when you but it's the average untrained person who hasn't spent yeah. years as a scam attorney, you wouldn't know that. Like you wouldn't know to read in in between the lines. I'm like they're very tricky. Very tricky yeah. about the oh, yes. language that they use. They mm-hmm. say trauma. They don't say PTSD anymore because PTSD is a diagnosable condition. But I would argue saying trauma and flashbacks repeatedly in their language, they are dog whistling. Symptoms of PTSD. Which You're are clearly, yes, yeah. 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 To me, that reads as you had a lawyer read this and say, and go do some redlining saying, maybe instead of PTSD, yeah. you just call it this and, you know, flip these words around a little bit and mm-hmm. you can skirt the issue a bit. Right. Jeff's bio on the website states that he developed MAP. After years of helping people successfully heal from the effects of trauma. The CEO of MAP, Dr. Christine Emmerich, known to TFU members as Chrissy K, earned her PhD in public safety leadership in 2016 from the online for-profit Capella University. She is not a licensed counselor and lists no mental health training qualifications other than her receiving the MAP healing session herself in 2017. Yes, she claims that Jeff healed her PTSD through the MAP process. She is a former lieutenant colonel in the Army, Mm -hmm. and in the videos that she does for MAP, she will throw out, like, the she did a video on flashbacks I was watching earlier, and she says, you know, flashbacks from things like combat. Again, it's clear language that's meant to pull people in who are suffering from PTSD without outright saying PTSD. Mm -hmm. MAP's director of training is Christine's husband, Jason Emmerich. His bio on the website touts his culinary experience and years of mentoring those in the food service industry. This experience supposedly qualifies him to train MAP practitioners to heal the trauma of customers paying $1,200 for guaranteed results. In footage shown on Netflix, Christine, a former member of the military, mentions a friend she has at the Pentagon to whom she and Jeff may pitch MAP. Jeff replied saying he could license MAP to the government, and then become a billionaire. That's his only goal. And it has yeah, been many. since he was 10 years old when yeah. he was obsessively watching and probably jerking off to Warren Buffett videos. <laughs> I can't prove it, but he definitely was. <laughs> I can't prove it, but I would also like bet my house that he was. So, but that's all he's ever been concerned with is yes. money. Yes. From yes. Telling people he could cure them of cancer for, you know, a thousand dollars for, and it's, that's all he cares about to anybody that is in this group. Yes. Please understand he is not sincere. He does not give a shit about you or your problems or helping you heal from your problems. He just cares about money. That is is it. Our opinion based on the facts that we have seen (laughs) just (laughs) pretty much. I mean, the the language he uses over and over, I don't think it's unreasonable for us all to infer that he is financially driven from all the videos where he's trying to do like a broke ass version of MTV Cribs. Oh my God. To comments like this, to the sales emails and phone, the voicemails that he did with people. He is a money driven fella. And it's really a a bummer when you see uh, love being used to manipulate people and, you know, the want for love, but it is wholly dangerous. And again, I shall ask, how is this not 
the uh, running afoul of the statutory requirements of licensure in these jurisdictions to use mental health as a way to get money from people. Yeah. Yes, I have the same question, and I hope that the FBI does too. Yeah, somebody call call the FBI. <laughs> real, though. Well, I'm sure they're aware of these people. I think they are. And video testimony on the MAP website, Client Lisi Maps, claims that while talk therapy and DBT treated her symptoms, only MAP healed her trauma. The one-hour MAP session let her safely revisit the instances of trauma, and when she woke up, she felt secure, calm, and completely loved. Others have reported drastically different outcomes. Ex-member Lene, who during her involvement with the group, served as the director of statistics for MAP, told Netflix, Mind alignment process was specifically going to be used for people who had diagnosed PTSD or trauma. You were going back to the traumatic event with a MAP practitioner. That's what they called them. Marley was subjected to these healing sessions, which she described to Netflix as the mirror exercise on steroids. Her results were reported back to Jeff. In a MAP leadership meeting with Jeff, Chrissy Kay explained what Marley disclosed in the private trauma healing session regarding the, quote, episodes that Marley's violent twin flame Joshua exhibited. Christine had advised Marley. From my perspective, you need to continue to ground. It's really important for you to ground and continue to ground into the mirror exercise and the work, and that will help the episodes move through him peacefully. Again, how is this not how I don't I help. I don't know. I, I don't think you oh. should be able to say things like that to people. I don't think you should be able to guarantee results. I don't think you should be able to have these testimonies on the website. If that does not exist as a regulation, I wish that it did. Yeah. This whole researching this more than I have in a long time, maybe since Jehovah's Witnesses, just the amount of jaw drop moments and me throwing my hands up and yelling at the TV of like, what are you talking about? Also, these aren't even actual suggestions or words. Well, you just need to keep grounding. What the fuck does that Bitch, mean? I'm standing right here. I'm standing <laughs> on the ground. I'm like, not on a trampoline. It's just these cult words that they throw out that yeah. mean nothing, but you know, in their jargon that they've been taught, it's just like, well, just keep telling them to ground. And through this, Jeff's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, they yeah, need yeah, to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and do that. you're also, again, well, you need to do the mirror exercise. So it moves through him peacefully. Those two things are not connected. Me doing the mirror exercise is not going to affect the episode my partner is having. Because the mirror episode, the mirror, the mirror exercise is for you to say, my partner is having a severe mental illness break. The mirror exercise, I'm having a severe mental illness break, which may be true given the circumstances I'm in, but none of that applies here. And I think that's where we see a real danger. And again, if there is not regulations that are are cracking down on the mental health industry, as far as people, unlicensed people being able to make claims like this, that they can treat and make effects on these things. I I just think that there should be because I come from two very regulated industries. I was an investment advisor first. Well, I had a series 65 license. We had really serious regulations on what you couldn't, couldn't call yourself. And certain licenses meant you are a stockbroker. That is a term of art. I was an investment advisor representative. That was a term of art. But before these regulations got passed, there was a lot of people calling themselves, I'm a wealth counselor. I'm a wealth advisor. They didn't have any training at all. They're just fucking idiots on the internet 
taking people's money. And I, I would hope that the mental health industry works towards a self-regulatory, because I don't know that you need the government regulating, but I love a self-regulatory agency who says, if you're going to offer these things, you have to be licensed and trained and subjected to ethical standards, which for me, Marley going in and telling what's going on to Dr. Dr. Christine K, she really is, you know, has a PhD, but, and then Christy K turning around and telling Jeff that and it's using- violation of uh, patient- Yeah, she's not a patient confidentiality. Though. Yeah. But also there are 100% ethical guidelines that psychologists and mental health practitioners have to follow. There mm-hmm. are- oaths you take. You saying. have to have degrees to be able to yeah. do certain things, even to prescribe medication. That's a different degree than if you are just counseling people. I mean, you absolutely have to follow a standard set of guidelines and procedures to be able to legally call yourself this and charge your charge money for people to have your services. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's shocking to me that someone is doing the behaviors of diagnosing and treating these mental illnesses or, or things that are listed trauma and they're not licensed and they're not subject to any of that stuff. It's scary, scary stuff. Sinisterhood will be right back. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In that same leadership meeting, Jeff dismissed any responsibility for the dangerous situation with his match-made students, saying, I think I've been completely clear, and if someone wants to use this to harm themselves, I can't stop them. Meanwhile, journalist Sarah Berman uncovered in her investigation that Jeff and Shalea were making claims that medical and psychological issues could be 100% resolved with only twin flames and MAP methods. She told Netflix, It's claiming to be scientific, and it's just not. Recovered from a hard drive given to Keely Griffin by a fellow member upon that member's termination with the group, Jeff is seen smugly speaking during an Ascension coach training meeting. As Shalea sits quietly beside him, Jeff tells his coaches, The internet is a place teeming with people with problems, and if you walk up with a solution, oh honey, people are lined up at your door. Coaches were told to hunt for potential clients in Facebook groups designed for people suffering from PTSD and fibromyalgia. Jeff told his coaches to tell people in these vulnerable communities that they could heal them. 
And that's what in the uh, Wondery has a six-part podcast that talks with Angie is a, a former member who said, she's like, I would get put in Facebook jail because of how mm -hmm. many, I was essentially spamming anything, hashtags, Facebook groups, uh, you know, support, online support communities, anything that if somebody said, boy, I'm really depressed or man, I'm really traumatic. You know, I feel so, this, my trauma is I'm having flashbacks. It would just be a link like, mm -hmm. oh, this, this healed everything for me. And then it's a link. And then you don't, it's the, such a different and more aggressive type of marketing than just simply even like Teal Swan doing targeted ads, which mm -hmm. by the way, I got a Teal Swan ad while I was searching Twin Flame stuff. So they're aware, I think they're aware of each other. <laughs> oh, sure. And I, and they, these guys did targeted ads too. I mean, yeah. they are, they were very clearly told, go find people, go to say you get, you the 10% commission too. It's also wild that he seems oblivious to the irony of the things he is saying and that, and that others wouldn't catch on. He's saying the internet is teeming with people with problems. You just have to go find them. What is his whole mo business model based on? Everyone yeah. in TFU was a person on the internet that had a problem. So if you are in this, please, please, take the wool off your eyes. Like you, yeah. you, he's doing to you and asking you to do exactly what he did to you. And none of it is ethical and it's all yeah, it's just based on money. Yeah. And it's he, in my opinion, based on the evidence at hand, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. But you know, I mean, like we said with the Michael Scott thing, once you kind of find your place in the pyramid and Keely even says, you know, at some point there's too many coaches and not enough yeah. people. So then the marketing tactics do get, you see spamming groups or whatever, because you got to get new people in because everybody's got somebody, you know, everybody's already called uh, accounted for. Yeah. There's a, at some point your pool has uh, gotten much smaller. So now you start the infighting with your coworkers because everybody's right. trying to, because they most of them have quit their jobs because they've all dedicated their whole life to this. Oh, yeah. So this is their only source of income now as well. Working full time for very little money. Mm -hmm. One student repeatedly expressed her struggles with depression in the TFU Facebook groups. Coaches would encourage her again and again to do the mirror exercise. The student was scheduled for a MAP session with Jeff, but died by suicide in April of 2019. In text reviewed by Vice, the group's leadership determined it was best not to memorialize the woman. The former chief security officer for TFU, Victoria, explained to Netflix that the woman's suicide was attributed to her not doing the work. And while there was compassion, it was a choice she made. Yeah, this is we'll the danger. Let that let that sink in. It is. It's a huge danger, and this is the worst case scenario. And yeah. this in the series, they show the post she made, and she's clearly saying, "Is anyone else struggling this much? I'm really depressed." And you know, you just have people going, "Oh, you just need to, you just need to ground more. You just need to do the mirror exercise." Oh, so you mean I need to tell myself I'm the problem, and this mm -hmm. wouldn't be happening if. You know, if I didn't want it to, if you're already in having suicidal ideations and then those are the exercises you're given, that is very dangerous. And exactly. And I think the fact that the MAP website has an article on depression on it that says, you know, are you feeling depressed? And it mm -hmm. says, you know, you'll get relief, you know, significant relief. And on the 
article on the MAP website with the information on depression. At the bottom is a link to the Beck Depression Inventory, which is a diagnostic tool used by psychologists. And they have the citation underneath the link that says, click here to take the Beck Depression Inventory with the actual citation to where, how it is a legitimate psychological tool. Bitch, and then, I get those targeted ads on Instagram all the no, time. No, 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 When you click on it, it's a fucking Google form and it sends your answers of your depression inventory to fucking map. So they are using a legitimate psychological evaluation tool on a website targeted at people for depression, claiming that they can treat depression. And how is this not counseling without a license? I'm so confused. I just don't know. I don't know. But it's like, you can't, you can't do that. Like, and all of their hashtags on all the map pay, the, all the map posts are hashtag PTSD, CPTSD, mental health advocates, mental health journey. It's just all of this stuff designed to target people at their lowest. And this is the absolute worst case scenario of that. For sure. Former member Keely Griffin told interviewers for Netflix that Jeff and Shalea planned to buy land in Michigan where followers could live together and produce golden children with other members. When some couples who were unable to conceive naturally put out requests for donor sperm in the twin flames forums, they specified a preference for donors who had also achieved harmonious twin flame union. However, Jeff and Shalea soon declared members were not able to have golden children without their permission. A spreadsheet was created where the couple's income and finances were tracked only those who achieved a minimum combined income of $10,000 per month were allowed to become parents. Keely purposely lied about her income to avoid being told to have a child. She later recognized this as an early sign of wanting to leave the group. And anytime Jeff and Chile are like, we're not a high control group. This isn't a coercive control group. Well, you control who people's relationships are. You now are controlling who they can have kids with and when they can have their kids. I think this is called eugenics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point. Yeah, yeah. Keely was also told she needed to participate in a map session to try and help her get over her resistance of being intimate with her twin flame. She told Netflix that that was also when Divine Dish was introduced to her, yet another one of Jeff's business ventures. According to Keeley, members were told to eat foods that would ground us to feel reconnected with their bodies. Nothing more than a daily meal plan. Jeff boasted about Divine Dish in a Facebook post. Cook and eat your way to harmonious twin flame union and a wild, passionate sex life right here. Subscribers are charged a $100 monthly fee and are responsible for buying the ingredients and cooking their own meals. I'm out. I had to cook oh. my own meal for $100. I'd do that for free. What? No. Also, you have to buy the ingredients. So you're paying yeah. $100 a month basically for this idiot's recipes. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they're Jason's recipes. He may not be at all qualified to train mental health, whatever mind alignment practitioners, but he's got a lot of culinary experience. Yeah. Maybe he can write you a recipe, but for a hundred bucks and no ingredients. Nah, I thought that they mailed you ingredients, honestly, until I realized it was nothing more than recipes. No, it's just recipes. You got to buy right. the ingredients. You got to yeah. follow the recipe. And I don't kn know that. I mean, even if Jason was in charge, um, these meals were not nutritionally balanced. They're meant Let's to ground you. Yeah. Well, they're meant to ground you and make you feel full 
and foggy headed and bloated to where you can't get up and do anything. And you're just, you can't better yourself in other ways because you feel like such shit. So you just keep going back to the well over and over again. That divine well. Consisting mostly of carbs and red meat, Keely told filmmakers that she gained 70 pounds in nine months. She had been instructed by Jeff. You have to eat all of your food. Other Divine Dish members also rapidly gained weight, many of them suffering health problems due to their new meal plan. Keely told Netflix, I didn't have control over my body anymore. And you're right. Even though Jason knows how to cook, that doesn't mean he's a dietitian or a nutritionist. Yet again, another area where you're like, this, you have no qualifications to be doing this. And it's sad that you're, you see the people that participated in this did it at absolutely at the behest of Jeff of like, they were told that it would be not, Hey, this is his whole thing. His whole argument all the time is, well, I'm just offering stuff. And if people can do it or not do it. But in fact, we see in the text messages and audio and the testimony from the people that were involved, that it was not a, anybody can do it. It was, Oh, do you want to be happy? Well, if you want to be happy, you have to do the meal plan too. You know, you want to be harmonious. You got to be grounded. Well, the higher ranking Coaches as well yeah. were pretty much told, like, if you want to keep your position, you got to pay for all of these things. You got to mm -hmm. try all these things out. So she's one of the, the leading coaches. They're like, well, now you got to do this. Okay. I mean, what are you going to say? No. I mean, no, then, you can't. Because <laughs> you're supposed to be selling it to your own, the people underneath you too. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I even consider that. It's not just, oh, if you want to be happy, do this. It's if you want to keep your role, which now you have all these coaching clients underneath you. And that is, that has become your only source of income because you don't have time to work a job. Mm -hmm. Keely was later tagged in a Facebook post by Jeff in which he nominated her and her twin flame Colby as the new CEOs of twin flames universe. The promotion seemed to be merely a title. As behind the scenes, Keeley was told she would be serving in an admin role. She was given a research project, how to structure Jeff and Shalea's businesses so that they could pay the least amount of taxes possible. Can you imagine you find out you're the CEO of a company being tagged in Facebook? Yeah, that's a, that's one way to run a business. <laughs> Nobody gave you a call or even a text beforehand. No. You're just like, oh, I got tagged in something. And then it's like... Oh, y'all should be the CEO. It's 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 wacky. Nobody it's, does business like that unless no. you're trying to lure people in and control them. Well, definitely that would say it's wildly unprofessional, but I do wonder if there is a again a social pressure component that mm -hmm. when Keely, whenever Jeff said, Oh, Keely and Colby are in this harmonious twin flames union, and she has essentially special abilities now. She she's gonna feel the call in her heart to be able to make these unions. And you know, it's your it's only yours when you claim it and you go do this. So she's been exalted. And then now, instead of asking her behind the scenes, hey, do you want to take this role on? And she could say, oh, no, I'm too right. busy. I got some other stuff. He has declared it. And she, what it is. He put only, her on blast. And now you she put has her on blast. to say Either. no publicly yes. or be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like a contentious relationship doing a proposal on the kiss cam at a basketball game. It's oh. like, oh, man, I got to say yes or not. Uh, just say no. Just walk off. The but amount I, of I times I have thought about what I would do in that situation is yeah. kind of stupid because uh, <laughs> one, I'm already married. But even before that, like what were the odds that it was going to happen there? Mm -hmm. But I always was like, I think I would say yes to avoid 
public humiliation and then immediately afterwards when we left the game be like i'm sorry but that's not happening yeah i cannot feel like but you said it on kiss cam yep kiss cam is what happens on kiss cam stays on kiss cam yep what happened in that arena stays in that arena and it is null and void once we cross the threshold This aligned with what Jeff said in one leadership meeting shown in the Netflix docuseries in which he admits, I've got the solution. We're going to turn part of our company into a religion. And in this way, like, I don't have to pay people. I can just have volunteers. Just before the pandemic began, Jeff and Shalea launched the Church of Union on January 1st, 2020. Again, the gift. I'm the, uh, you're that gif. I'm the gif of Leonardo DiCaprio on the couch in uh, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he's like, "Ah, (laughs) ah," point at the TV. Because I'm like, oh, that sounds like maybe it could be tax fraud. I don't know because I'm not a tax practitioner, but I talked to a tax attorney because I was very curious about this. And I just said, just on the off chance, you know, say that you say that you're a church you know, to the government, but then, oh, I don't know, publicly on the number one streaming Netflix show, you're seen going like, I'm just going to turn it to a church for all these reasons. What, what happens then? And she said that the IRS has whistleblower statutes that oftentimes if you make a report to the IRS and says, hey, I have knowledge based on this, that these people are perhaps structuring things in a way to uh, inappropriately take advantage of the tax code, uh, you get a percentage of that, uh, of the money back. So I don't have any actual knowledge, but boy, if anybody was up high at uh, Church of Union or Twin Flames or any of that, they could stand to, if there was something going on and they, uh, you know, submitted the report to the IRS, they they could stand to gain some money from Mm -hmm. that. Sinisterhood will be right back. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In January of 2020, an affiliated church called the Church of Union was created. Its website features Jeff and Shalea on a page titled, Our Gurus. The site explains, We believe our gurus were sent by God from heaven to bring us the teachings of union and partner with us in creating heaven on earth. Their authority comes from the results of their work, which completely transforms the lives of all those who sincerely engage with it. Twin Flames Universe was born, and so was the sacred Church of Union that embodies these teachings and marries Twin Flames in harmonious union who live the teachings of Twin Flames Universe. According to court filings, at the core of COU's faith and teachings guided by Jeff and Shalea are the Divine Revelations, texts compiled and authored by Jeff and Shalea. 
The church entity was later incorporated in the state of Michigan in 2022, with Christine and Jason Emmerich listed on its incorporation documents, but no mention of Jeff and Shalea. The organization also applied for and received tax-exempt status from the IRS in 2022. And that's another question I have. I only have limited information based on public filings, but if you go to the, the Michigan Secretary of State website, you see you know, all the businesses Jeff has incorporated. I had to make a table of them because, you know, Divine Dish is one. TwinFlamesUniverse.com is one. They have a consulting one that looks old. They have Divine Gaming. But I, when I searched Divine his Gaming name— is, I believe— yeah, video, video game stuff. He wants yeah. to make video games to promote the. I think at the end of this, he's trying to get enough money to make video games and or we'll save it for part three. I think he wants to like either write a film or a book. Uh, anyway, it's silly. We'll talk about it in part three. But uh, for this, I was like, it didn't come up. The Church of Union didn't come up when I searched his name. But then when you search, search Church of Union, you know, it comes up and the Emmerichs are listed. And the same with the because with the IRS, if you're a nonprofit and you apply for that, your tax returns are public as are as is your initial letter saying yes you are tax exempt or whatever so my confusion was they they launch off the church you know Jan 1 2020 but the IRS status wasn't until 2022 as was the organization so I, I don't know what's going on here. It's an interesting thing to have a uh, a nonprofit church and perhaps trying to run the for-profit entities through the nonprofit church, which happens, you know, churches do that a lot and uh, depends on how you structure things and the facts and circumstances, whether that it's legal and legitimate to do that. But I just, uh, I don't know what's going on here. It seems like, in my opinion, you would put other people as the CEOs because you don't want to take the fall for stuff. You're trying to, I'm not saying you're money laundering, but something uh, in that same type of category of trying to like kind of, you know, skirt around certain things. You're talking about limitation of personal liability for there sure. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to do it. The On the flip side, we, let's just put Twin Flames aside for a second. But if you look at Nexium or something like that, when you have high-ranking participants slash possible victims, participants signing off on documents, if and when the federal authorities come in on RICO charges, which is the, you know, racketeering, the basically like the, you know, the mafia statute that they use when there's a large group of people uh, committing crimes like they did with Keith Raniere and Nexium, uh, whoever's signing those documents, y you might get swept up in that mm -hmm. because you are, your name's on the line. It doesn't completely absolve, you know, the person who told you to go and sign that. And if you have evidence of that, whatever, that's more facts. But it certainly was interesting, the, the limitation of personal liability, which, you know, maybe, maybe he's just a good businessman. But a lot of times, if you walk by a dumpster and you smell rotten fish, it ain't full of sunflowers. So, like, there's something going on. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I've never heard that expression, but it'll live rent-free in my head from now on. It was during one of their early days online sermons that Shalea announced she had received a jaw-dropping message from God. And like a very clear and steady voice. That told her. The images of Jesus is the image of Jeff. That's the prophecy you've been looking for. As Jeff looked on with approval, Shalea continued. It is not written. It is in visual format. And I'm like, oh, my God. With zero sense of irony, Jeff told the members tuning in. 
I pulled up a recent image of myself, put it next to that image of, you know, the supposed Jesus, and uh, it's the same person. Those images were of me, not a, a Jewish guy from Israel, but a, a Euro guy with blue eyes and brown hair. Jeff continued down this absurd path, saying, The image of, of you know, the Christ was actually me, the second coming, not Jesus, the first coming. At this last proclamation, Shalea laughed giddily, exclaiming, <laughs> I'm banging the Christ. At this point, I need to unpopple myself to finish oh. the rest of the episode. <laughs> it is so fucking cringe to watch this play out. I, I'm not even sure I'm still me. I might be a ghost. I think I may have died of secondhand embarrassment. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I also Mm -hmm. don't understand saying the Christ. It's like the Ohio State University. (laughs) Don't besmirch them. Don't besmirch that good university. I'm banging. uh, The Christ was actually me. It's would you just say Christ was actually me? Yeah, that doesn't really make sense. You wouldn't say the Jesus. Correct? The Jesus. It wasn't that on. You don't fuck with the Jesus, man. (laughs) Unless you're from the Big Lebowski, and then you can say that. You can fuck with the Jesus. And also. This ain't going to sit right with a lot of people. I mean, you can say a lot of things, but when you start saying you're the second coming of Christ, that's also from an outsider's perspective, who's covered quite a few cults. Um, Ding, ding, ding. Huge red flags. Um, Raising the red flag. Just now we are saying we are Christ-like. We're not, we're not just Christ-like. We are the Christ. Yes. Yes. We are now Christ. So it's taken on a whole new level of, convincing people that you're something you're not and also how disrespectful to people that are in this that are of many different religions for shalaya then to be like <laughs> i'm banging the christ fucking gross first of all gross. never ever 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 again talk about your sex life because i'm gonna throw up video. in my mouth if i think about the two of you being intimate in any way shape or form it's the worst image i've ever had in my head Whenever Jeff's like, yeah, when you're having sex, you're like, uh, 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 and his goes back and it's like, stop it, man. I hate Sheets it. Sheets are just funny. smeared with pink <laughs> glitter eyeshadow and fucking matte oh. purple lipstick. Yeah, no, this whole scenario, it's in, and you hear, uh, like you said, the people who signed up for what they thought was a self-help group that we're not completely all in. I think this might be kind of a bridge too far, but I will say if you are trying to cultivate a community of people who do not question you, setting yourself up as a Christ figure is the way to go. I mean, he's taking it out of the playbook, but uh, the for those listening who are like, ah, I would never get wrapped up in this. Honestly, the folks that got wrapped up in this, he wasn't saying this on Facebook or YouTube. The memes they were posting, the videos they were posting, they're like a adorkable, quirky couple. And then by the time you're so sunk in, one lady said she ended up paying 20 grand to become a coach. Mm-hmm. By the time you're so sucked in, you hear that and you're like, well, shit. <laughs> it's the whole sunk cost fallacy. Like, I yeah, mean, yeah, it's sunk cost, yeah. at, some, at some point you're like, well, 20000 dollars is a lot of money. Am I gonna just now bail Walk on off. this whole thing? Unsurprisingly, some members took umbrage with the couple's announcement. Those that did were told that they needed to heal their blocks. Indeed, any type of disagreement with Jeff and Shalea's teachings or ideas were not tolerated. 
when Keeley raised the topic of an umbrella nonprofit entity overseeing multiple for-profit businesses being a problem, Jeff told her that she just had a block and that any perceived consequences were imaginary. I'm Leonardo DiCaprioing again. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Keely knows what's up. I mean, well, I would I would advise when the people in the blue uh, windbreakers with the big yellow letters on the back come and talk to you, you tell them that they just need to heal their blocks and let mm-hmm. you go. You yeah, tell let's them see how that goes over when the feds show up. You tell all of them to heal your blocks. And then they're like, you know what I'm going to heal? My foot right up your ass. So come on out. <laughs> And let's just do this the civil way. I'm the master Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell him that in the pen. <laughs> okay. All right, Jesus, get in the back She's seat. like, but I'm banging the master Christ. Uh, also, get in the car. You're also going yeah. to jail. You, you know what? We're- suck. <laughs> to be clear, we don't know that they've committed any crimes. I'm just asking the question, have they? Was Keeley right? And if they were, then all that would happen. Mm-hmm. Jeff continued to berate members in leadership positions during a senior coaches meeting. During the recorded meeting, Jeff demands more of his underlings, saying, Stand up. Grow a spine. Scream at some people. Harass people. Demand their respect. Shake them until they listen. Otherwise, they won't lift a finger. You'll have the laziest fucking squad of morons. Cult expert Dr. Yanya Lalich shared her professional expertise with Netflix. What happens in a high control group like this is that it's not just the leader who abuses the members, but in the end... Everybody, in a way, ends up being a perpetrator because you're groomed and trained to go after each other, to report on each other. The abuse becomes, in a sense, very widespread and very normalized. Dr. Lalich and I had the exact same reaction at the exact same time because they show her watching him yell at these people like this and she just goes, oh, like, what? And that is so, you, you mm-hmm. are like, There's nothing appealing about this dude. You know, like so many other cult leaders, they're charming. They're good looking. They have some kind of like appeal about them. I'm sorry. You're just so earnestly just being like, I'm looking, man. And he he ain't got shit. There's nothing. There's nothing about this guy that should make anybody think I, I need to put up with this. I need to, I, yeah. it's okay for him to talk to me like this because he's some Christ-like guru. It, it, no, like no one should, nobody that is your boss in any job should speak to or you like friend. this <laughs> and, and demand things like this. And, and also speak about the people that are also his students who are under your coaches like this. You'll have the laziest fucking squad of morons I certainly wouldn't want to hear myself being talked about that by the top level person of this group that I was enamored with and had dumped my life savings into. No, certainly not. And I think that, that like we said, he he doesn't talk to them like this in the very first meeting, but right. through having the one-on-one coaching, the mirror exercise where you break down people's sense of self and their sense of self-determination and the ability to go, no, fuck you. And also my concern with the MAP sessions, even if you anonymize the data from the MAP sessions, uh, Jeff has given that information. It's clear in the on the Netflix documentary, there's like footage of him and Chrissy Kay, like going back and forth 
forth about stuff that they've seen and you know, stuff that she's seen in these map sessions. So of course, if someone wants to lie and they say they're like divine and they know everything and you want to put yourself up as a sense of authority, you're now basically getting a, a note under the table to know what to talk mm-hmm. about. So you're, you're positioning yourself as an all knowing person, even though you're literally cheating because you're just getting their secret session information yeah. again, whether it's anonymized, whether they agree to share it or whatever, uh, it doesn't occur. To, it doesn't seem to me that these folks are putting two and two together. So he has positioned himself as this person that's like your only source of everything. That of of course, whenever he's going to talk to you that way, for some percentage, uh, unfortunately, a large percentage of people, it's effective. Yeah, this is also where um, in the docu series you start to see a clear irritation between Jeff and Shalea in a lot of the videos. There's some moments where they even have get into it. And he, Oh my motherfucking God. She tries to say something and he goes, hush, stop talking. Let the man speak. See, you're even doing it again right now. And I have to get my drywall repaired because I punched a hole in my fucking wall. I was like, this is so embarrassing. It is. Not only that this is happening in front of all these people watching you on this class, but how dare you speak to your partner like that? No, I know. I She's, she's uh, according to her dad, at least, she, she's not totally innocent in this, but it is just in general, watching anyone speak to people the way Jeff Ion speaks to people yes. is sickening. It makes mm-hmm. me sick to my stomach. It makes me sick to watch him speak to her. It makes me scared to think how he speaks to her outside of that, if he's willing to be such an asshole, you know, with For what sure. a fucking idiot. First of all, the amount of shit that this dumb motherfucker has put on footage, written, text, voicemails, whatever, whatever. And guess what? He couldn't have done more. He none couldn't of it have given more evidence if he tried. And none of it can be erased. I don't care yeah. what you do. Once you start using the Zoom, Google Meets, all that shit, Facebook, they have your data, my dude. So you can bleach every hard drive you have, shoot it a thousand times and throw it in the ocean and put it on Elon rocket ship and send it to the moon or whatever. It does not matter. It's in the cloud. So it's shocking Especially to me. Especially when Keely's yeah, got the hard drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People got copies. All <laughs> the secret meetings and videos that didn't get uploaded. She's or got that got taken down. The whole fucking thing. And was told, keep it safe. Yeah. So I people within the organization, I mean, and throughout this, there are people that are like, oh no, nah, this is too much now. And they bounce, you know. Mm-hmm. But they also get banned from every single Facebook group. Mm-hmm. They're told if they're coaches. They'll just like log on and discover, oh, I'm locked out of everything. And then their clients are like, we're we're told we can't talk to you anymore. So you're shunned from like, and like with all cults, you've already been told like, well, you need to stop talking to your family. Their energy leaks. They're not supportive. Like this is your family now. Then all of a sudden that family is taken away from you. So you're left with no one. Yeah. And so then if someone is hollering and screaming at you, you're like, well, I can't just leave because then I literally have nothing because I don't talk to my birth family anymore. This is my spiritual family. My I've been soul told family, my soul family. And also I have no other friends because I literally don't have time. And also I'm told their energy leaks. And also because if I want to be with my twin flame, I told them that they had to join this. So now the person I love is also part of this. And also or I they were to- like, hell no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> No, I'm, trying to get back. I'm not joining that. 
<laughs> but if you know, it's like now I got to get them back or whatever. But even that, and I don't have a job because I don't have time because I'm doing all this twin flame stuff. So you ask yourself, boy, like I would never let somebody talk to me like that. Or why wouldn't they get up and just leave? But when they get you so far sucked in, it is not just a matter of closing your laptop. For no. some people, you know, later on we'll see. Maybe it is and isn't, but you you definitely suffer pretty severe consequences. Yeah, and you have so much tied up in it. It's not just, well, I don't want to be in this anymore. It's also, well, this is my source of income, mm-hmm. and I got to pay my rent and stuff. So like any cult, they strip you of your autonomy, and they build you into something that is just a working cog for their machine, and that's what you become. You're just yeah. another number to them. Yeah, and you watch when people do get out, you know, when the door gets slammed, like, that's going to be you next time. Mm -hmm. Sinisterhood will be right back. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sadly for the newly appointed CEO, Keely Griffin, it was only with the benefit of hindsight she realized the extent to which she was made complicit in the suffering of others. Her sister was in another state with an unstable partner. Keely herself was struggling with her own relationship issues while being expected to maintain a happy image online. But things got even worse. Operating under the orders of Jeff and Shalea, Keeley had great news for her coaching clients. Their twin flames' names had been channeled. Jeff and Shalea had composed a list of new twin flame unions. Even better, everyone on the list was already in the group. However, for some of the people on the list, this news was confusing. Although they had been assigned female at birth, Jeff was pushing them to identify and present as male with specific instructions on how to do so and devastating consequences for those who refused. So what do we think? Well, I, uh, at this point we can do a little, uh, a checklist of all the ways that twin flames and Jeff and Shalea control these folks lives, which is through their partner and their sex. Like you, they control that they control. We'll get into part two, the concept of divine masculine and divine feminine. Part three. I'm sorry, we are in part two. In part three, we're going to talk about that. And we'll see how that factors into this gender thing. But as far as that training is what makeup to wear, how to do your hair, what clothes to wear, they're eating uh, the divine dish food. So what you eat is uh, your family is your spirit, your soul family, not your birth family, because that's the toxicity and energy leak. Friends, you see if people leave the group, they're shunned. So this is now your only friends. Work. You got to work for free. You fucking morons do more, sell more, 60,000 a month. Now your religion, because Jeff's the master Christ, he's God. 
your habits, you know, if things are going bad, you should really be doing the mirror exercise, your privacy, your secrets are being revealed in these map sessions. And then they're being spouted back to Jeff. And in Marley's case, her housing where she was living, you're, you're told move across the country. And she was not at all the only person that was told to do this. And in rare cases, I'll say this, but thank God for COVID that it closed shit down Mm. because multiple people that have now gotten out of this said, oh, if it weren't for the pandemic and for things being shut, I would have moved across the country and and done this somewhere else. And I am so thankful that I was not able to do that. I mean, obviously, you know, it's just a, a circumstance of when this happened. But on the flip side, I think COVID made a lot more people a lot more susceptible to stuff like this. Absolutely. We saw a huge uptick in uh, like Teal Swan and other online type of cults during COVID. They're also controlling who you can have children with and, yes, and now with the type of children that you're going to like where you can get sperm from and everything. I mean, that's none of this is what I would call what they started off as is just a self-help group, lifestyle I mean, guru. This isn't the lifestyle I want to lead. No. And it's taken a turn and, you know, you see the more people get more, I want to say they, they put more of themselves into it because they're told to, because they're told the end of your suffering is spending more time with us, spending more money with us, doing more work. And it's really sad because they are, by they, I mean, Jeff and Shalea are targeting people who traditionally will always be a, a ready market. People looking mm-hmm. for love and people looking for happiness. And or neither people of those that things, are very depressed and are looking for help. Yeah. And n- not none of those things can be just bought. You know, they're all things that are uh, earned in various ways, but we all want them to be bought. And when we're all at our most vulnerable and desperate and saddest, you know, we think uh, when I was single, I bought a couple of, um, Oh, you know, like how to get the man books, which is mm. like so embarrassing, but also like it's not because first of all, it worked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, the trick that you learned? Uh, you know what? It wasn't even a trick. That's it was this guy, Matthew Hussey, who's this British guy on YouTube. And he's I, I don't believe everything he says. And I think his book was like five bucks and not everything was great. But at no point was I like, oh, this guy tells me I need. And maybe he does. Maybe he's even worse than doing coaching. But he's on like radio shows. He'll be like, I don't think he's on Kid Craddock, but he'll come on like, you know, the morning shows kind of thing and be like the relationship guy. But a lot of it was having value in yourself. Don't mm-hmm. drop your own um, your own uh, likes, dislikes likes your own schedule for a man. If a guy is trying to get you to booty call at 3am say, no, you can take me out. Like mm-hmm. a lot of it was uh, reiterating, having self-respect and making sure that you have boundaries and saying, I'm not comfortable. There was like a whole chapter of like, if, a, cause I wasn't online dating before that. I'm like, how do I online date? And it was like, if a guy sends you dick pics and you don't want to mm-hmm. respond, but you, you know, you don't want to piss him off. Like here's things to respond of like, Oh, yikes. Like, I, you know, whatever stuff like that. So not dick pics, but a guy's like asking you for like nudes. To, yeah. Send sexy pictures. And you know, you think he's being flirty, but also you're like, I don't want to do that. So mm-hmm. anyway, a lot of it's just rooted in like, you know, believing in yourself, not believing in yourself, but having self-respect and, yeah. you know, for the cost of five bucks, whatever it's a book I can look at or not. But that will tell you that when I was single, I, I was, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm looking for something too. And oh, thank sure. God I found that and not something else. And, mm. and especially thank God, I, you know, I was not Googling. I am so depressed. I'm having these, these self-harm thoughts and then get faced with a, a website that tells me, oh, in just an hour, it'll all go away. Yeah. I get a credit card too. Yeah. And to your point of self-respect, several of the members who 
leave when this kind of stuff starts is like, they've been telling us like, you know, love yourself, you, you, you look inside yourself for everything, respect yourself. And they're like, well, the biggest form of respect is to not put up with someone treating me like this. So mm-hmm. I'm bouncing, you know, I mean, so, but it often takes a lot to finally get to that point. I mean, one of the members, L, who we talked about in the first episode, you know, I mean, she went to jail for violating a restraining order that her ex had put on her because she was repeatedly showing up at places where he was and, and contacting him after she was not supposed to at the behest of Jeff and Shalaya being like, go get your man. Stop being a twin yeah, flames pussy. Be a honey badger. Go. And it's like, that's not being a honey badger. First of all, please don't it's stop with the honey badger. God, they're so embarrassing. That's harassing people. That's yeah. stalking people. That's, you know, a, potentially assaulting people. It's not, they treat it like it's fun and games. Like you mm-hmm. would when you're in, in middle school and you're like, oh, you like him? Just go over there and kiss him. Like just see yeah. what happens. It's like, we, <laughs> we're assault. adults, no. bitch. We can't do that. Like <laughs> yeah. if somebody doesn't want, like you got to do consensual things here for it to be on the up and up. And if somebody is repeatedly telling you, I am not into you, stop contacting me, then you have to stop contacting them and move on and find somebody else. But if you've got people that are like, no, don't move on, dig in harder, show up to his house, bring him flowers, tell him you're not going anywhere, offer sex. It's like, what are you talking about? And these are all things that they encourage their people to do because it's like they and they tell them they're yours. That person, You've that's your them. man. Claim yeah, them. like that's your property. Go out and get it. Don't be a pussy. Go out and get it. That's where I don't understand how we're not crossing into um, criminal territory. Yeah, that's a great question, too, of like what liability falls on a third party for in, uh, encouraging, uh, providing a, an action plan for somebody who then does go and engage in that very third party criminal activity. I, I don't know. Uh, and especially when it happens across state lines, although, you know, to me, that speaks federal, that's, you know, the federal jurisdiction when you're, you're availing yourself of the means of interstate commerce, you know, you're using the internet to do these things. And she's in California and you're in Michigan telling, you know, what happens when a guy in Michigan tells a lady in California, go out and commit a crime. Like, yeah. I don't know, like in this case, it, it seems like nothing, but yeah, to have her, you know, really going after that, uh, the victim in that case and him saying, you know, I'm going to get a restraining order. And she sent back the only restraints I need are in the bedroom. Oh. Like, and the voicemails and stuff at, again, there's footage of Jeff saying, Oh, you know, you've really got to go out there and get it. So that, that's a great question. And, and my question also goes back to the, the extent to which MAP makes these claims about these recognizable mental illnesses and then makes literally offers it to where people can be cured or healed or fixed. I, I just don't understand how that does mm-hmm. not run afoul of practicing counseling without a license. Maybe I'm, like I said, I'm ignorant to the law. I need help. I, I don't know everything. And so I, I call upon our, our very smart uh, lawyers listening and, uh, and I you know, call upon the FBI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's just call <laughs> I them would love for them to get involved. And, you know, I mean, there's a ton out there now and, like one of the the moms who was interviewed that her daughter is still involved when Jeff's like, oh, we're spilling the tea in one of his videos. And then she gets interviewed after being uh, sued by him 
We'll talk more about the legal stuff in episode three, but she's like, oh, the tea's getting spilled now, isn't it? And yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, it is. You were trying to like think you're so smart and you can pull one over on all these people and you're just this like business Christ guru. <laughs> Bitch, business Christ? Your business Christ is a show I would watch. Caveman lawyer, business Christ, you need to have this crossover. This Why hasn't it happened yet? <laughs> I just imagine him. He's like, he's going from the something to the boardroom. From, he's going from the cross, the cross to, to the, the boardroom. Board yeah. Oh, from no. day to night. Oh, I, no. um, but I think he was way too arrogant to ever yeah. think that this would all blow up in his face. And that's what mm-hmm. I think is happening now. And I can't imagine that you are allowed to continue doing these things, which there's gotta be some illegal stuff going on. Uh, yeah. We don't know. Maybe it's like I said, if it stinks like a dumpster full of fish, it's not full of sunflowers. Not full of sunflowers. <laughs> uh, I just made that up. Honestly, when I said it earlier, it's just coming oh, I out. Do. I, I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> you see me, I start, you know, it's like Michael Scott. You're like, you know, where the first of the sentences, it'll go somewhere at the end. Uh, but no, that's a great question. And I think you're right. I think he thought, oh, okay, you know, it'll get as big as I want it to get. And I'm, I control it. Mm-hmm. I'm Christ. If you're stupid enough and delusional enough to think that you're Christ or that you can at least at the very least say that you're Christ, if you don't genuinely believe that, if you're not so kooky that you genuinely believe that and you're willing to lie about it or whatever, I don't know. But I think if you have that hubris, that audacity and that you know overconfidence, you think, oh, they'll never get me. And it's just the same reason why I always tell people don't talk to the cops or the feds or anybody without an attorney, because you just don't know what you don't know. And, you know, stories, uh, a famous CLE, I sat through some guy was like, yeah, a lady put a shell in her bag coming back from Mexico and then got, you know, stopped for something else. And then was like, oh, well, I have the shell in my bag. And they're like, oh, it's like a $10,000 fine because technically it's a living animal and you've just trafficked an mm. animal. Into <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> shut up, just shut up and don't talk to nobody. But he has talked so much so mm-hmm. freely in all of these videos. And then also to, to mistreat and be such a dick to all these people who have such vulnerable information on you you dumb yeah. ass yeah oh my god yeah so yeah. i would er- encourage uh yeah if anybody has uh, just that's just in general if anybody has actual knowledge of a crime being committed you should report it the really sad thing for me on netflix was watching Stephanie, one of the women who's still in it, her twin sister and mother who were, you know, desperately trying to call authorities and they're calling the local police. Mm -hmm. And a PSA is for stuff like this, the local police, this isn't really what they do. You know, they do breaking and enterings, you know, murders, whatever, domestic violence calls. But for something like this, where it is a higher level issue, there is the, the tax implications with the IRS. You have uh, Department of Labor, you know, FLSA, unpaid labor issues with the unpaid labor. And then you have, you know, whatever is going on if there's with baby making. I don't know what's going on there. But when you ha- and then him saying I can heal these things over the Internet, you've now used interstate commerce. And if the claims that you're making are fraudulent, again, I don't know how that's not wire fraud mm-hmm. because or, you know, uh, it's gets into federal territory when you're doing everything online. And so, yeah, if you tell, you call the cops and go, Hey, like this online guy's doing this thing. The cops are like, I don't know. There's not much we can do. Mm -hmm. You know, we can only do so much and they're all there of their own free will. Um, But you know, like Yanya Lalik says, like, are they uh, of their own free will? Cause at some point you're being perpetuated against and you're perpetuating things because it's just survival mode. Yeah. I don't know. 
A lot well, of questions. If you're an FBI agent, uh, send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> For lots of reasons, please. <laughs> but if you, uh, you know, if you are in the Twin Flames universe realm, if you know someone that is, you know, I mean, it is a serious problem. And so, yeah, there are, we'll link in our show notes, um, some numbers you can call for help. And then if they can't call local police, who would you call? Uh, for reporting something? I mean, if you, if you, you need mental health help, that's what 988 is for. You know, if somebody's Googling. Oh, I meant like the sister trying to call oh, the to local report. police. Yeah, I don't see why. You can call the FBI. You can call your local branch office. Mm-hmm. You can say like, I'm concerned about this. I think there's forced labor going on. There's, you know, whatever. This Keely Griffin person seems to be a, uh, a, uh, wanting to come forth with information, you know, insofar as the Netflix show and having this, uh, this hard drive. And Mm -hmm. there's now plenty of Angie's a former member. And I think Victoria is another one and Mm -hmm. a ton of them. Shanice. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot coming out Mm -hmm. that are willing to talk. And so it may be ignorant of me to think that the FBI is not aware of this because the Farmington Hills police department said that they referred it to that Mm -hmm. in a a recent interview with uh, local news. So, you know, you don't really know that the FBI is investigating. When I worked at the federal trade commission briefly as an intern, I learned about what the process was for a federal agency investigating someone and then how that plays out. And, basically the agency collects all of the information they're going to collect on you. They build the whole case out. And then the very last second they kick your door in and that's when they arrest you. And we saw that's what happened with Larry Ray. You know, they didn't like take Larry Ray in and go like, well, now let's figure out what Mm -hmm. happened. They were like, well, we spent the past two years going over your shit. And it was the cut article that did it, that set the FBI off. And so I hope in the same way, it's possible that the vice article and the vanity fair article that we'll talk about in episode three, maybe that's tipped off somebody. And mm-hmm. the, if you call the FBI, they'll just go, okay, thanks. And hang up. They're not going to be like, yeah, we already know about these guys. We just, again, you just won't know until the doors get kicked in. I'm not saying for sure that they're doing anything criminal. I just want to make that clear. I'm just saying if you were, that's usually what happens. If you were, that's usually what happens. What and a great note to end on. <laughs> and also it's not defamatory for me to say, I fucking hope it happens. <laughs> yeah. No, I hope it happens. That's just a wish I, hope, I have. I hope it's happening right now. <laughs> While as we're recording this, if I if we get off and I look at my phone and it's like I get an alert from my citizen app. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that, that thing is like, we need you, Christy. <laughs> It's now started alerting me to places that are not just within like a five mile radius of me, like, like other crimes states. happened in Tampa. <laughs> You're like, okay, I'm sad for them, but what am I supposed to do? So I hope I get an alert that's like, they've been shut down because they are very dangerous okay. and problematic and they're hurting a lot of people yeah. and people that need help. So certainly. And to reiterate, if you've been uh, victimized by them, it is not your fault. No. You have done nothing wrong. I mean, you were led down a path. Like we always say, snake's going to snake. They're going to bite. And I hate to think anybody feels, I'm, I'm sure it's part of it that you feel deep shame about it, but I yeah. would encourage you to turn that shame into power. Tell your story as loudly and as much as you can, because it's only when we do that, that we can take that shame and turn it into something mm-hmm. that we can work with to help other people make the world a better place and extinguish the twin flames for good. And with so many people coming forward in these docuseries, hopefully that'll inspire others mm-hmm. as well. You're not alone. Well, tune back in next week for part three when we talk more about the gender reassignment yeah. nightmare that is next, as well as 
legal stuff. And then also, hopefully, an update that their door's been kicked in. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> right now, all their uh, comments are disabled. Interesting. Oh. Well, if you like our free episodes, you'll love our Patreon bonus content. You can join for free to see what we're up to next or dive into over 500 hours of bonus content. What have we got up there right now? Well, right now it's coming soon. We did a new bit where we called for submissions of petty confessions Mm -hmm. and our listeners delivered. We also have an upcoming unpopular opinion segment that I think uh, you guys are going to love it. Uh, It's a little, there's one of the opinions as has a holiday twist as well. So a lot of good stuff coming out on Patreon. We love a holiday twist. Well, for recent patrons, thank you so much for supporting the show and make sure you stick around after our sign offs to hear your shout out. Ho, 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 it's Sinister Claws. Nope, I was going to do a whole Santa thing. Anyway, head to Sinister.com and click Oh, shop. my gosh. Top it's theater. Krampus not today. Oh, shit, it's Krampus not. Never mind. Realize today. Let me start over. <laughs> it's Krampus knocked. I'm Krampus, and I'm here to tell you to get all your Krampus goodies at Sinister.com and click shop on the top banner. If you don't, I'll put you in a burlap sack and beat you with reeds. But instead of a burlap sack, head over and get... T-shirts, mugs, totes, stickers, and even clothes for your kiddos. For a limited time, we have a special deal going on our TikTok shop. Some items are discounted while others have free shipping. Terms and conditions apply. See more on TikTok.com slash Sinisterhood Podcast or head straight to Sinisterhood.com and click shop or else I'll put you in a bag and beat you with reeds. I'm Krampus. If you need a new bag, we've got some totes. So... There you go. I don't know if they're made of burlap, but you can still do the trick. One of the totes has the Sinisterhood logo on it, and I'll put you in that one before I beat you. <laughs> While you're on our website, you can also review the show, follow us on socials, and check out the episode description for sources used during our research. You'll also find fun things like topic-based playlists and links to live show tickets. You can follow us on Instagram and threads at Sinisterhood Pod. Like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. You can watch the episodes that we're now filming on our YouTube channel, uh, Sinisterhood Podcast. We're also uh, putting clips up on our TikTok, also Sinisterhood Podcast. And head over to Cameo for the Christmas gift you know they don't already have because it is a custom personalized video shout out from us if you're like i don't know they might already have merch from the or a sticker they already have that you know what they don't have even if they already have a cameo from us every single one of them's different and every single one of them is new so put something wacky and crazy in there and you'll know for sure it's totally custom and personalized we love doing them we love to say happy holidays deliver news say i miss you i wish we were together this holiday season whatever message you want to send head over to cameo.com slash sinisterhood and just search sinisterhood and uh we'd love to do it for you and you can get 24-hour delivery too if you're like ah shit i don't (laughs) i forgot to get something absolutely 24-hour delivery is my love language (laughs) for real where are you at on the internet i'm on instagram at christy m wallace and tiktok at christy or gtfo heather i'm pretty much everywhere at heather versus the world as always the devil rules the airwaves keep it creepy Everybody, thank you so much for supporting the show on Patreon. Here are your special Patreon shoutouts: Allie Woodmansey, Allie, Molly Thomas, Jessica Green, Coon LLU, 
and Eve Laws. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We could not do this without you all. We sincerely appreciate you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep it creepy. <laughs> I'm Krampus. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.